You are listening to the Mentally Strong Choice Mapping Podcast. I am Dr. B, a doctoral prepared psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience. However, my real expertise comes from having experienced unimaginable hardship. As a result, I created Choice Mapping, a cognitive behavioral approach. Listen and learn how Choice Mapping makes you mentally stronger. Hi. I'm Dr. B, psychiatric nurse practitioner, and today I'm going to share with you three practical ways that you can choose to be happy. The first one is a very common thing. If you've ever read a self-help book, if you've ever listened to a motivational speaker, um, oftentimes people will just say, think positive, think positive. If you just think positive, positive things will happen. And I do actually agree with that. And I do believe that there's a lot of validity to that. Um, But when you're going through hardship or when life is difficult, even everyday stressors, if we continue to do that, are we, are we just faking it or are we suppressing what's really going on in our life? So again, it's important to all, you know, think positive as much as you can. We have lots of choice opportunities within the choice mapping that talk about being positive and thinking positive. I mean, there's a whole category about negative thinking and how we change negative thinking, you know, to think positive, to be grateful, listing all the things that are are grateful in your life, being optimistic if something is going on, thinking that, you know, what is the best case scenario here? Um, Reframing and rewiring your brain out of those negatives and into the positive. One of the uh, things that I, one of my favorite worksheets is developing your personal mantra. And a personal mantra is like this saying that you say to yourself whenever your core connections, things that that go deep within you start to come up, right? So my personal mantra, I'm going to share, it's a little vulnerable, but I'm going to share. So my personal mantra is that I'm sexy, smart, and sassy. So it's important that I start with sexy. And I'm not, and that's because when I was younger, I did not think I was pretty. Um, I I thought I was overweight. I thought I was um, not attractive at all. And so as I became an adult and uh, learned about my self-esteem and and knowing that I am beautiful, uh, it was important for me to put sexy in my personal mantra because to me, sexy is kind of that all around, uh, you got it, right? Uh, the, The next one is smart because again, when I was a kid, I did not think I was smart. Mostly because academically, you need to be able to pay attention, and finish you know, very uh, specific tasks, a lot of memory type things. And I realized as an adult, I have a very above average social intelligence um, so that I think that counteracts my, you know, the lower maybe academic intelligence. But when I was a kid, that felt like I'm not smart. And so whenever I'm kind of being challenged in myself and I think that uh, I'm not smart enough to do this, I you know, go through my personal mantra that I am smart. I just have to learn to compensate for my weaknesses. And then the third, the sassy, is really because uh, when I was a young adult, I had first become a Christian. I had had a rebellious teen years, and I was kind of taught that my outgoing, emotional personality was not godly. And I realize now that uh, God made me this way, and it's sassy, and it's um, a lot of some people might not like it, but it is who I am, and I'm proud of that. So that's where my personal mantra comes from: sexy, smart, and sassy. So it's one of our uh, homework assignments that we we do with this choice opportunity for people to really kind of come up with words that are opposite of the things that you struggle with, but that you can really believe about yourself. So number one, common advice, think positive. Number two, 
is commit to improving your mental health. And I you know, do that through choice mapping. And then three is having a balance between those two, right? We, you know, if you think about one of those scales, those balance scales that go back and forth, if we're constantly just thinking positive, thinking positive, and, and, and we're gonna combat everything with thinking positive, then we might not be dealing uh, with all of our, our issues, our core connections, as well as we might be fake and suppressing some things, right? So, but we don't wanna spend all our time and energy on you know, mental health and, and trying to fix things, right? We need to think positive and we need to, to believe that we can overcome anything that, that might come up in our choice mapping. So finding that balance. So one of the things that um, I don't like about the positive thinking model, like if, you know, some people actually teach that all you have to do is think positive and positive things will happen. But what happens when positive things don't happen or bad things happen? If you know anything about my life, I have dealt with some pretty significant uh, things and grief in my life. And I can't think positive through those things. I have to acknowledge and map that out and figure out, you know, how can I, I process this and get over this and move forward and still be happy, right? So choosing happiness is about a balance of insight and positive thinking. So if I give you an example, uh, a serious example, my, my family has been diagnosed with DRPLA. And I've had people tell me, well, just think positive, just pray. Anything you pray for, God will will give you. And, you know, almost insinuating that if he doesn't, or if those things don't, those positive things don't happen, that I did something wrong, that I didn't think positive enough or pray hard enough. Um, on the opposite, on the negative end of that, you could feel so down and depressed about uh, this, you know, poor prognosis that you don't think positive at all. So my, what I'm saying here is in number three is, you have to take a balance between the reality of what's going on in your life and thinking positive. You can't just think positive. So that's where you know that balance comes in. Um, you know, a, a more light example as I create this channel and I'm I'm talking and trying to um, you know work with a marketing company to market on on YouTube. I you know some people say, well, if you just think positive and believe that you'll be successful, then you will be successful. Um, and then you know on the other hand, the negative it's like, well, you know, hard work doesn't always equal success. Sometimes it's luck. But you know, having a balance and a personal vision around that, and that goes back to the choice mapping and creating a personal vision. What do I really want? I want to help people because I believe anybody can do this. If I can figure out how to be happy in the midst of everything that has been going on in my life, then you can too. And so I just encourage you to you know, figure this out, that yes, you need to think positive, but you also need to use some technique, I prefer choice mapping, to balance that out so that you have insight into the things that are going on and being realistic in, in what's going on in your life. So those are my three practical ways to choose happiness. If you uh, look in the description box below, there is a link for a choice opportunity about choosing happiness. So uh, you know, download that free copy and also uh, like, uh, comment, um, subscribe to my channel and uh, just remember that you are mentally strong. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about choice mapping, visit our website, www.mentallystrong.com. And remember, choice mapping makes you mentally stronger.